You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome to another episode of the Fantastical Football Podcast. I am your host, Mike Check. That is M-I-C-C-Z-E-C-H. And today we have John. Hey. From the Barrio. Uh, we also have Lil D. That's L-I-L-D. How's it going, everyone? Yeah, he, he was not too happy about that. He shook his head in in disapproval. He hates that name. And we also have Brian. What's cracking? And all the way from Tempe, we have the Tempe Super Commie team. And that would be Big hey, D. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? Well, how, Can I how just say, you? Mike, that every time you introduce yourself and you start MIC... I'm like waiting for the K-E-Y, M-O-U-S-C, but you never finish it. I'm disappointed every Sorry time. To disappoint you. Sorry to disappoint you. I mean, little D is I like to be difficult. I like to be difficult. Yeah. Sorry. What's up? He just doesn't want to draw the ire of the uh, Disney litigation team. It's very true. Those guys will destroy everything. <laughs> I, I like I wrote a D and D little side quest about Disney. That was a little fun side quest. Fun facts. Mm. I did, so you had the D and D team, the the whole uh, group go to Disneyland. No, no, you don't remember. You don't remember the Disney bots. I don't. Maybe that was when I wasn't there anymore. No, no, that was you. You were totally there for that. And I'm very disappointed that you don't remember any of this, John. I thought, well, I remember uh, we ended up in New York City in like the 70s at some point. And then we were in, we just switched bodies. Those are the only two. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the uh, the switching body side quest was when Mitch uh, took over the campaign because he wanted to do his old campaign from several years ago. We all know how that went. It's not okay. a path to Satanism like they used to say. <laughs> Right. If anything, it will lead you to do a fantasy football podcast and make you do stupid challenges. That's that's what we'll do. All right, guys, uh, we have a couple of articles in the news. Uh, I have a segment for you guys. Before I do, do you guys have any news that you've been following in the NFL? Yeah, there's a bit of breaking news. There's obviously a lot of other good pieces of news that I'm sure everybody else will cover, but I think the one that is breaking as of today is the fact that the Jets have let go of Lavian Bell inexplicably. Uh, apparently the the rumors or the story as it stands is that they were trying to trade him um, and no buyers appeared on the horizon and somehow because the Jets love to implode and mess up their own organization <laughs> they right. just decided to let him go. Instead of <laughs> waiting around for an offer, Wait I guess. for the trade deadline, trade deadline, which isn't till November, I believe, right? Or I don't know what the new NFL rules are for COVID nineteen and that trade deadline, but I, you know, I, I just thought that you could trade players. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, you know, but then, like, if that didn't work out, if you can't trade Le'Veon Bell, the guy's a freaking. Like the guy's a pro bowler, uh, caliber running back. Why don't you use him? <laughs> you and guys. somehow in all this drama, Adam Gazy still has a job with the Jets. So <laughs> Jets Bro, just being Jets. I would have fired his ass. I would have fired his ass. He sucks. Right. Own six record. 
Trash. <laughs> Absolute garbage. I agree. And like you can't you can't utilize Le'Veon Bell in any way. Or maybe he just doesn't want to play for your team. Like if that's the case, then yeah, like give him what he wants, but don't give him into free agency where any other team could pick him up and you drop a player for absolutely nothing. You don't get anything out of it. But then again, I don't think that's a coach's decision. I think that's a like a like a GM decision. I don't know. But yeah, that whole thing just makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. There's got to be something there that they're not telling people. Like it must oh, yeah. be the Steelers curse. Once you leave the Steelers, your career goes downhill. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's true. Oh man, I wish Carlos was here to kind of clarify on the Steelers curse. Then, like you know, like what what's the deal there? I don't know. All right, guys. Well, I have a couple of segments for you. Uh, just the same rules as the last time we did a segment. I'm going to tell you a bit of news and you're going to, we're going to take turns guessing the team after your guess, I'm going to reveal the team and we're going to discuss why they're in the news, uh, as of this week. Okay. All right. Let's do Let's just start. Let's start. All right. After a record of four and oh, this team fired their head coach and hired Romeo Crennel at age 73 years, became the oldest oh and head four, coach. 0-4, bro, not 4-0. Oh. Oh did, did I say 4-0? Yeah, you said 4-0. Oh. Well, you know what? Fuck it. All right, 0-4. Oh I think you wish go. they would be 4-0. Oh. Nah, nah, not me. Fuck them. I don't care. All right, Daniel, can you guess the team? Yeah, I think you are talking about the uh, Texans, if I The Texans, bro. All right. And John, do you want to take a gander, a guess? A gander would be, yeah, fuck it. I'm just fucking up all things all the time. What do you say again? Hey, I think you meant the Dallas Mavericks. (laughs) The Dallas Mavericks? Okay. John's not even paying attention. John's like reading a book or something. Oh, I'm catching up on some Candy Crush. Fucking John, Candy Crush. <laughs> Big D in the kids' table. Can you guess? 49ers? Question mark? Qu- question mark, question mark. He, he just names team names because he doesn't follow NFL news, and this is going to be quite apparent. Uh, he, he, the answer is the Houston Texans. There is some drama in that one. So Bill O'Brien got fired last week. They hired Romeo Crennel at age 73, led the Texans to a victory in week five. And Romeo Crennel did say that he's going to air out the ball more with Deshaun Watson. And they dominated that game. I think the difference was a little bit in their offensive strategy. I have to say that uh, they, they did a way better job this week. And uh, yeah, Romeo Cornell, the we we have to keep him. We have to keep that guy healthy at seventy three years old. Well, you know, I think also what I noticed in that game is that they did try to use uh, David Johnson a little bit more than they had been. So, yeah. you know, you paid top dollar for him. You shipped off your best player, and I I think he's you know David Johnson's still yeah. a, a good football player, man. I, he's one Absolutely. of my favorite running backs to watch. And they so also think, have a healthy Will Fuller now. So yeah. I saw them utilizing him more, passing him the ball a little bit. And I, I think that Deshaun Watson had a little bit of free reign to run the ball too. So they're going back to their old ways. It's looking pretty good. Definitely but their best also, game so far. Yeah, there's also a bit of drama there. I just learned this uh, after recording our podcast last week. But... It was actually J.J. Watt that allegedly started the whole player revolt against Coach Bill O'Brien, and it happened in an altercation at practice. Apparently, Bill O'Brien did his Bill O'Brien thing and was coaching pretty tough, and you just don't do that to a J.J. Watt. You don't. That guy's a Hall of Famer, right, or future Hall of Famer. That guy's going to be in freaking Canton, Ohio, with a statue someday. All right. And you just, no, you don't. And it, apparently what he said was, 
uh, you know what, Bob, I'm getting tired of your inability to coach. And then that just, that just fucking started a whole snowball effect for coach Bill O'Brien. That's how he ended up a free agent this year, you know? Yeah. But I think one of the things that you got to keep in mind though, you know, JJ Watt is obviously a leader there, uh, obviously one of yeah. the better defensive players, but he's getting up there in years and they really need to yeah. start freshening up that defensive line as well. Um, they really do. And watch like if they trade him away, that's just going to be, what he needs a little bit of extra motivation, what he needs to just, you know, get back to his old ways. Um, but I mean, he does at least get some quarterback pressures. He does at least, uh, attract a couple of blockers his way. And as long as you're doing that as a defense alignment, you're keeping a blocker from getting into your secondary or getting, you know, getting back at your linebackers or something. So uh, it, it does help that he has a presence on that field a little bit. But you're absolutely right. He, They really should start thinking of ways to get some, some youth on that defensive line. All right, so our next one is very, very similar. In fact... So after an 0-5 start, this team just fired their head coach and also hired their defensive coordinator as interim head coach. Can you guess the team? Super Cammy. Cardinals. Close, but no. (laughs) Well, I mean, not even close. It's a bird. It is a bird. John, can you guess? Um, I could have sworn I saw this recently. Weren't we talking about this in our group chat? Um... Uh, maybe, maybe. All right. Well, if it's a bird, we I'm gonna go with eagles. Week. Eagles, no. All righty. I'm already breaking my. Brian, can you say it again? <laughs> After an 0 five start, this team fired their head coach and just hired their defensive coordinator as interim. Didn't we already say that was the Texans? No, no. This is another. <laughs> this is... Oh. Talking about Deja the, vu, uh, right? Talking about the Falcon. Okay, all right, and Lil D, you get to guess yeah. as well. I gotta agree with him. I believe it is the Falcons that we're talking about here. It is absolutely the Atlanta Falcons. Just fired Dan Quinn, and I'm not gonna lie, guys. It took them a long time to do this. How many years was he there, man? Oh God, I mean, I just. After losing the Super Bowl the way they did, like they should have fired him. <laughs> they really should have. Um, so I mean he was there at least since 2017, you know, that I know of. But oh he's been there way longer, man. I'm gonna have to Google search it now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, it it took way too long for them to do that. Um, but I think this is a step in the right direction. It's just <laughs> I hate to say it, but the guy can't coach. He has all that talent on that team. Um, but the guy can't coach. What can you say? You know? Anyway, I think Daniel is going to Google it now. He's going to come back anytime. And six seasons. He six lasted seasons. six seasons. Wow. And a movie. And a movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is that segment. I promise there will be more, and I promise they're going to be tougher. I wasn't expecting to do any any NFL trivia when I started this whole podcast thing, but it is, you know, in a way, it's fun. But that was a little bit too easy for you guys. You guys are good. I'll give you that much. All right, we're going to move on. So that is our news for the week, and... If any of you guys have anything to add, you could always hit us up on social media and say, hey, man, what about this cool, interesting, juicy story? That's it. Uh, I I just want to point out that Mike, the Cowboys fan, does not want to mention a particular set of news. And I will not bring it up out of respect for him and the big loss (laughs) that his Cowboys team experience but i just find it funny that he doesn't want to be reminded what happened this weekend um i mean you could you can go ahead and go there sure <laughs> why not? yeah it is big news though huge huge news and 
Yeah, I feel like yeah, we we don't do it justice if we don't mention it, right? It's it, it's terrible for football, for fantasy, for everything. It's you don't want to see a guy go down that way. For sure. Um and you know what's odd, okay? So needless to say we're referencing the injury to Dak Prescott in the third quarter against the Giants. Uh that was a compound fracture to his ankle. Uh, and not only that, like it actually broke skin. Uh, there were pieces of bone, um, that actually cut through his skin and flesh. Uh, they performed an emergency surgery to his foot that very same night. And, uh, league sources say it was a successful surgery, but the very same day he went down, Alex Smith of the Washington football club or Washington football team um, got his start two years after a very similar injury. So you can imagine like if it took Alex Smith that long to come back, you know how long it would take for Dak Prescott to come back to, I imagine it would have to take a similar time frame, um, If uh, not more, cause Dak Prescott's a big dude. Um, well, I think, he- I think part of the reason that Alex Smith didn't come back uh, quicker, it's just because, you know, he was no longer going to be a starting quarterback, whereas That's I cannot see a Dak not being a starting quarterback whenever he's healthy to play. Right. So. And there's also, you know, going to be the question of whether Dak Prescott's going to be the same Dak Prescott um, he was before the injury. Is he still going to be a dual threat? If he's not a dual threat, um, can he perform... Uh, as a one-dimensional quarterback, as a pocket passer, essentially. Um, so well, that's that's going to be one one thing to qu- you know question about that. He was doing pretty damn good this season, just staying in the pocket, man. How many yards that's is true. he throwing for each game? Like four hundred plus, almost. Or I don't know how many straight yards. games. Right. It was ridiculous. Uh, it, if he, he doesn't play again for the Cowboys, the cow it's their it's their loss, man. Because it is yeah. going to be just fine. Uh, and, and, you know, and it's also sad that it was a, a contract year for him, essentially, because he was playing with a franchise tag. Um, he did not get the big deal signed in the offseason. So um, it's going to be one of those situations where, you know, the Cowboys, if they <laughs> so choose, they they could just put him down to free agency and let another team pick him up, you know. Well, you know what? I think Jerry Jones did tweet out something kind of in support of Dak, kind of insinuating yeah. that we will see yeah. him back. So, Jerry, I mean, well, Jerry Jones Jerry and, back. and have said the same thing. Yeah, essentially, like, you know, they built the franchise around him. So why, you know, might as well. It begs the question, though, but you're absolutely right. Like, they have shown support for him. They've shown some reassurances there. Um, but you never know, because... The Chargers said the same thing about, <laughs> you know, and, and that poor unlucky soul had launched a couple of careers in the NFL already or, just know, because he got injured. It's funny that you mentioned the Chargers. I was thinking exactly the same thing about the Chargers, but going back a couple more years and I'm thinking of when Drew Brees got injured, uh, I think it was a shoulder yeah. injury. And they're like, well, maybe we'll take a chance with Philip Rivers and let Drew Brees go on. And, you know, you lost a Hall of Famer all-time great based on the career he had after the Chargers. And I'm like, come on, Cowboys. Look at the Chargers. (laughs) Look what happened. True. But, yeah, no, it's a very, very hard thing to talk about somebody when they're down. But... All these players and celebrities have come out in support of Dak Prescott just to kind of show him some love and support. It's it's been real, you know, real touching to see. Even fans who have gone out to say that they hate Dak Prescott because just because he's a cowboy, like that's not that's the last thing anybody wants to see is a potentially career-ending injury. But you're, I I think he's going to be back. I'll be honest with you. If not with the Cowboys, he's definitely going to be back with some other team. Because if you just look at the football the, or the type of football he was playing, the last four games, uh, the the guy has a rocket for an arm, you know? And 
just on a final note on that injury, I, I just thought it was, you know, after the fact, obviously it was horrible injury, but I just thought it was funny because it was it Tony Romo who was commentating for that game and was calling yeah. it like, well, that looked like a cramp or something like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah that ain't no cramp, man. That looked Oof. bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was like right before the camera angle cut to his ankle. You know, uh, like, oh, yeah, he's a cramp of some sort. Oh, no, no, not, not a cramp. That's a compound fracture. All right, let's go over some of these results. This is going to be our week five recap. And we'll start in with the Glizzy Gladiators visiting the Gotham Knights. Uh, real quick, Lil D, you won that one. 138.32 to Glizzy's 100.02 which uh, Glizzy had a kind of a rare low-scoring game, but you came out the victor in that one. How do you feel about that one? You know, the the taste of sweet victory, you you never get over it, um, especially when you have good wagers on the line. But, uh, yeah, yeah it, it was, uh, you know, I, I it wasn't as competitive as I thought it might have been. Uh, right. Sometimes fantasy football is like that, where right early on you're like okay this looks like i'm gonna be okay but you never know uh, especially because we had a game delayed up until today and there was always yeah. a chance that is tennessee gonna play with buffalo today or not and yeah. they ended up going through and i was like okay well he's got buffalo players he's got a couple of players pending but i mean by that time i was already done and i had a pretty good lead so i was okay with that so i was kind of like I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna celebrate too early, but looks like I'll be okay. And sure enough, that's what ended up happening. Right. Yeah. You had the Ravens defense. That was one of your highest scores. Adam Thielen, who's been just absolutely consistent for you all years this season. So knock on wood, right? Um, mm. Adam Thielen really balled out. You know in their loss against Seattle. And honestly, though, that that game should have been won by the Minnesota Vikings. They just had a crappy call right there in the fourth quarter, which was just mind-blowingly stupid. If uh, if you ask me, like, the coach was like, I'm not going to second-guess my decision to go for it on fourth and one when you're it's on the five those, you Yeah, it is, it's one of those things where if you do it, you you look like you made the greatest decision in the world, yep. and if you fail, <laughs> you've made the stupidest decision in the world. So well, uh, like, let's look at who you failed to. Was that Seattle run defense? They had a really good run defense. Now they were looking like crap leading up to that point, but you they were looking like crap because they couldn't decide whether or not Minnesota was going to throw the ball or if they're going to run the ball because everything Minnesota does is based off that run pass option so if you're telegraphing that you're going to run the ball fourth and one obviously they're going to prep pretty well for it and they made him pay you know that's just all that happened going up against probably the best quarterback playing football right now Huh. Exactly. You gotta that. you gotta take the points if they're just given to you like that. And they were gonna be up by eight points with less than two minutes left. Like the worst thing that could have happened was they end up going to overtime with them, which you should be fine with if you go to overtime. You had the opportunity to win the game. Instead, they put the the ball in the defensive ha- defense's hand, and you you know you did bring Seattle to fourth and goal on like the eight yard line, but that's really all that Russell Wilson needs to win a game. Let's, let's be real about that. Russell Wilson is going to be a hall of fame quarterback too. You know? Oh yeah. All right. So on the other end, I don't think we need to talk about, uh, glizzy gladiators too much, uh, just cause they're not here. Uh, but glizzy gladiators, got actually what he was projected. He was projected at 100 points, and he got 100.02. You guys had a wager in that game, though. What was that? Oh, yes, we did. So I texted uh, Lizzy, Carlos, earlier in the week, and I told him, hey, how about the loser 
has put a heart-shaped picture of the winner of the match uh, somewhere prominent in their life, either <laughs> their work desk or maybe somewhere in their home. And then they have to look at it for a whole week <laughs> and take a picture for social media so that everybody can enjoy having <laughs> to see the face of the person you lost against. So I will shortly be preparing a nice heart-shaped <laughs> picture of me. I have a couple of uh, candidate right. pictures that I can think of that would look good somewhere in his life that he might have to look at every day and you know, send us pictures so we could post it on the Geek Elite <laughs> site that everybody else will enjoy. Uh, just like your sexy pictures, Mike, of uh, those... Uh, the googly eyes. That photo shoot you had. The googly eye yeah. photo shoot, yeah. So uh, everybody will get to enjoy those photo shoot Because, yeah, there was at least one photo as Crumb from Ah Real Monsters. I was, I was a proud moment. For uh, I was a proud yes. moment. Dude, that... You look good, Honestly, Mike. though, I good. think that's a funny, funny challenge. And that one predicated because you guys both work at a desk right so that was kind of like the yes right right on i well i wasn't actually sure if he had a desk job or not but i'm like if he did it's like it's gonna be it's gonna be great yeah. and if i lost i'm like eh, i gotta suck it up for a week i guess yeah essentially john and carlos are co-workers essentially um is what that is ah there you yeah. go right on dude good win uh, your record is now what two? No, three and two. Yeah. Once once so, tomorrow yes. hits, because things haven't upgraded yet or updated yet. Uh, three and two. Glizzy walked into the game as with a three and one record, so now he's going to be at the same record as you. Next up, we have the Ghost Valley Phantoms visiting the Whiskey and a Teacup. Ghost Valley Phantoms ended up winning that one, 143.28 to Whiskey's 116.4. Um, since they're both not here, we're not going to go into too much detail about them. Next up, we had the Yuma Dem Boys visiting the Tiger Eggplants. And we had Brian, but we lost him. I don't know something happened with his phone. Um, but we do have John here with us. Mr. Hey, hey. Tiger eggplant. Uh, you were the victor in that one. 153.1 to damn boys. 131.7. Uh, how do you feel about sweet, sweet victory? Well, what really makes it sweet is that it was kind of neck and neck for a little while. And then he got a huge lead on me. And then I made yeah. some moves and I switched out a couple players. And yep. all of a sudden, it's Monday night, and I, I won. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got really lucky too, because like usually after your games start, you're not able to make any changes. But the changes that you made were all playing either on Monday or Tuesday, which meant yeah. like fair game, you know. As and long that as was the player played yet. And that was the best part, I suppose, because uh, I had one of my players playing Monday, and at that point, he balled out, and I managed mm -hmm. to to steal the victory. It's still very close, but I got it. I got like I beat him by like one and a half points. And then today, <laughs> uh, I had Janu Smith, I guess. Uh, Janu Smith, yes, yeah, one of and the... he just yeah. did admirably. So. Well, after Absolutely. my basically my victory was already set in stone, he just kept adding more points for it just for gravy. Absolutely, one of the biggest uh, surprises of Monday Night Football was Mike Williams coming into New Orleans and just putting up the numbers that he put up. Uh, apparently, that is going to be. Uh, Justin Herbert's favorite target, um, especially when you want like jump balls or especially when you Mike Williams is a big target. Uh, anybody else watch that game? I, I know you probably did a little D uh, being a Chargers fan. But yeah. dang, dude, that looks like an exciting combo. Um, they, they just have you got a good quarterback. Yeah, they just have some can talent, sling the ball, man. But they just find ways to lose that game. And like for that game, like the kicker, <laughs> the kicker wasn't one who lost it. Freaking bad. You know, 
even as a Charger fan, you probably know our history with kickers is not the best. I can't even follow the kicker on this time. I mean, it wasn't an easy, it wasn't a gimme. No. He hit the the bar, the pole, whatever you call it, and it just bounced the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it would have been a win. Yeah. Uh, that was tough. Um, was but, you know, Herbert? Yeah, because I... He looks good. I Don't get me wrong. I did not have a dog in that fight. I did not. Um, either way, the Saints won. It makes me happy because I have friends who love the Saints. And that, you know, if the Chargers would have won, I always like cheering for an underdog, you know? So, like, I, I definitely wanted the Chargers to get, you know, their, what, second win of the season, I, I think? Second win? Not too sure now. They, you know, they're playing way better than their record shows, I think. They're yeah, just they are. losing they these really matches very close. But, I mean, Herbert's looking good. His Less wide receiver core uh, is going to be good. Yeah. So let's see. Next week, I think they're on a bye. Um, but that just means that they'll have plenty of time to work on their game plan. Uh, I honestly like their head coach. I really hope that he sticks around with that organization for a little bit. If you watched any of the uh, the HBO show um, Hard Knocks from this last summer, uh, when they were doing the summer camp with them, with both LA teams, actually, uh, like I respect that coach, pretty cool, pretty cool peeps. I'll have to check it out. I missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And John Johnu Smith, your addition of that tight end uh, for today's matchup was a freaking genius call, man. Not because uh, he balled out, but because he's one of the faster emerging tight ends in the league. Um, so he's, he's got some big name potential there too. Uh, and he's also gets a little bit of the pressure off of Derrick Henry, which, uh, we'll, we'll go over Derrick Henry later on tonight, but that was a good game for the Titans tonight. All right. So good win there. Uh, the next matchup is another, uh, matchup that both players that I hear the UMSC boys and Quanway are another both not here, but Quanway was the winner there at 136.04 to the USC boys, 111.5. Wait, hold on. Can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah, I could hear you. I've been having issues trying to listen to what you guys were talking to. I just fix it right now. Computer's being stupid today. Sorry. You look at that, like right on time, because we're going to talk about the game of the week. This is, uh, I'm going to coin it the Bring the Heat Bowl. And that would be the matchup of the Rebel Alliance of American football. Yeah, which is versus you. the Tempe Super Camel team. Uh, Rebel Alliance came out the big, big winner in that one. 139.56 to Super Cami team 69.7. I think you broke a record. Big D. I think you broke a record, man. How? That has to be the lowest score in our league so far. I'm I'll have to look it up, but I think it is. I think you're right. Um, um I had a player that was on a bye week and uh tried to switch him out, could not switch him out, and could not drop him either. So this week kicked my ass. Yeah, I I think what happened was I don't know when you were looking at doing the switch. But yeah, basically once Sunday morning hits and the first game starts, your roster gets locked in unless, you know, you have a player that has yet to play. Um, in that case, you're more than welcome to switch that one player out. And for whatever reason, I just don't this know. Was on Thursday. <laughs> on Thursday? <laughs> I, pff, dude, you yeah. got me. So basically everyone take advantage of Daniel why he doesn't know how to switch out players. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe uh, I could teach you how to use the app. Um, when's the next time you're coming down to Yuma? Uh, Thanksgiving, probably. Oh, geez. Yeah, okay. So everyone has until Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would have loved um, to help, you know, Big D this week, but it yeah. just wasn't in my best interest to help him win this week. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> right let's explain um so before we go into the breakdown of the score i don't think it's really that important we we don't even have to like yeah i won 
Uh, I had a couple of players who showed up this week. Uh, Daniel right about it all the time, so you, you didn't tell up. <laughs> um, so the outcome of this game, like if I lost, I wouldn't have to do anything because of a deal that was made with Lil D. Uh, he lost the matchup with me two weeks ago, which means he would be in my debt, right? No, I would be in his debt. No, no, if he lost, he would be uh, in your debt. So, he was indebted to me. Let's, yeah, okay. So I went in pretty reckless. The spicy chip challenge, the one chip challenge 2020, uh, which brought a whole new level of ghost peppers to the former one chip challenge. Yeah, that was my idea. It was inspired by one of my friends on Facebook who said he tried the challenge and it, and it kicked his ass. And I thought, well, you know what? Daniel loves doing these things. I'm sorry, Big D loves doing these things. So might as well see if he's down. Uh, because if I lose, I don't have to do shit. Very true. <laughs> but Lil D was right to cheer me on. Apparently, Daniel, do you want to discuss this challenge? Yeah. Oh, hey, um, here's the thing. I Sorry, say go. again. You go. Okay. So here's the thing. I do not feel right about <laughs> beating you this way. I just don't. So I just don't feel like you should have to buy the chip. I'll buy it for you, but you still got to do it. I'll do it. You know I will. Oh, really? Because you wanted to, nope. right? This was just the motivation. You wanted to, but you have to post it up on social media. You have to hashtag Geek Elite Fantasy Football. I'm sorry. No, the hashtag is Geek Elite Media Fantasy Football. Um, you have to tag me at MikeCheck917 uh, because I'm the one who beat you. I'll do it with honor. And I will honor yeah. your challenge. Actually, just go ahead and go ahead and tag everyone because, yeah. I, I don't know, like, if it's a time challenge or you just have to consume the entire chip without pussing out, I don't know. But so apparently the original, the original challenge is you can't do water or any form of liquid and now you consume it. So within the hour that to... you consume it, you can't do any yeah. of that. Oof. Right. Okay. Cause my go-to would have either been heavy cream or ice cream or, you know, but now I can't, or I wouldn't have been able to do any one of those things. So I'll do it. Hopefully. And just so you know, um, should check in with Andy. He should have received his toe today. But I sent them out on Friday. Ooh. So maybe you guys can do the challenge on the same day. Andy likes to do video blogs. And uh, maybe he can document that one in his studio. So, Lil D, you were saying earlier off air, but uh, you were saying, uh, like, if you had to have done that challenge, you would have died or something. I don't know. You were saying something about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I used to love spicy stuff when I was a wee lad, as they say. Uh, but unfortunately, that's caught up to me over the years. And I am a little bit more sensitive to spice uh then you know than i used to be and so i was like damn it if i have to do this i'll keep it in my mouth but i'm not gonna be able to swallow because <laughs> that'll just destroy me um, so i know I'm john i don't even have to put it in my there. mouth john you wanted to add something there no i'm good fucking liar <laughs> 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 yeah, so you know, Big D, vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. I will enjoy. Well, this brings us into our matchups for next week. Um, let's go over uh, that one. If I can figure out how to progress to next week, that would be fun. Oh, you know what? Well, it doesn't have projections, but we have the Yuma Dem Boys versus the Ghost Valley Phantoms. And then we have the tiger eggplants facing off against the Yuma Sea Boys. John, do you have a challenge you want to issue out for Andy? Or do you have an idea of what you want to do? Yeah, I think I want to suggest that uh, winner gets to suggest a movie of their choice to the loser. Okay. 
and they kinda have to like, do a yeah, kind of like what what we got going on right now, and oh. um, it'll have to be done in one of his video blogs or movie reviews. Oh, okay. I like that. That's a good idea, and then it also promotes his movie review YouTube channel. Yeah, which he's been really lax on lately. He hasn't posted anything in a while. Right, he hasn't. Um, he's been doing the podcast with Chris lately, though. I, I'm still waiting on the next uh, episode of the uh, Tom Cruise birthday card. Yes. Yes, absolutely. When they're going to do that project. Um, I know that Geek Elite Media itself has a lot of projects up on the table soon, too. You know what's uh, funny too? I'm surprised he hasn't done this or thought about doing this already. Maybe he has thought about it. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but there's a fake Tom Cruise that you can rent for <laughs> for a little while. Yeah, I think that's his his actual name that he goes by. Is like fake Tom Cruise or not Tom Cruise? And, that's uh, pretty funny. Yeah, you can you can get him over Skype to like wish you a happy birthday or whatever, and I'd be like, hey, that seems like it'd be a good happy medium is to get is this the guy. same one that's on Cameo. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he okay. I think he charges like two hundred bucks or something Holy for an appearance. Shit. I, I, I think mean, the loser would have to pay for that cameo. You know what I mean? That that should. Be... <laughs> oh, that's pricey, <laughs> but it could be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> all right uh, actually i think if, if he gets the geeko i say that we all pitch in at the end and get that guy to tell andy how much he sucks at fantasy football <laughs> I'm oh down. my god I'm that was epic yeah i would contribute to that. to that so that being said uh you must see boys is one of the contenders for the geeko again this year uh with uh brian Andy and Candace, all three losing their matchups. Uh, there's now a three-way tie. Um, as far as points go, since they, they haven't really updated week five yet, uh, we don't have a clear winner or loser in points. But that's yet to be determined. We have no idea how this NFL season is going to go with COVID uh, or how long the season might last. But we are scheduled for 13 regular season games. So we're just going to have to see. But, dude, that's an epic idea. I, I say yes. Sundown. Do <laughs> uh, the next matchup is Big D versus Quan Wei or another. So Super Cami Team versus Quan Wei or another. Um, Jeremy is going in with a record of three and two, and I believe Daniel will be as well interesting do you have a, a challenge you want to issue out to jeremy i mean i trust jeremy but nobody has really been paying up with my challenges so if he pays up with the challenge then i'm down why, why don't so, you come up with better challenges Doug? gosh <laughs> they're not that bad they're pretty I, you know what i i want to say is there a, a challenge of yours that one person has come like to do yet i i know that andy has got a little bit of a like a excuse for not doing the toe challenge yet is because you hey. haven't gotten him the toe. Hey, so, hey I mailed it out thing. on Friday. So uh, my little tracking label said it would be there today. So I will text his ass if he got it. <laughs> um, it got conveniently right. lost in the mail. And then for Brian, his challenge was pretty easy to do, but the boss was like, nah, don't do it. But uh, we're, we're just going to wait for a day that's kind of slow that the boss isn't there. And we're just going to do it. Uh, the DL, but announcing it on the podcast because I'm a genius. Yes. His boss doesn't listen to this. Yeah, exactly. My boss doesn't. No. Uh, the next matchup is Gotham Knights versus Whiskey in a Teacup. Lil D. Versus Candace. Oh boy. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting the challenge. matchup of the century. Well, you know, you, you all know Candace better than I do. So if there are some good suggestions that you want to throw my way, I'm all ears. Because, uh, yeah. Mm, Nothing with hate. She hates everyone's team except for the. You know what? She, you know what team that she absolutely hates is the. Miami Dolphins. So you should make her really? buy some 
Miami Dolphins apparel and kind of rock it. <laughs> oh my gosh. She hates the Dolphins. Like, Maybe. I don't know why, but she hates it with a passion. So. Since she's so uh, good with hair, maybe I should make her color her hair for a week with the dolphins' colors. Ooh. That is a good one. Okay, but see. you lose, would you do the same thing, or does she get to pick a team for you? Or, Oh, uh, I mean, I guess. Uh, I don't have much hair, but I guess uh, it would be interesting to color it. Uh, who well, do I, I don't really hate any team per se, but um, well, she can come you know. up with a, a challenge for you uh, individually if you lose. So, like, m- maybe John can help her with that since John knows you best. Um, yeah, I'm sure he could like, give suggestions. Like last season, Candace and I had a wager, and we both had different punishments for each other in the same week. Like, uh, for example, um whoever lost the matchup, if I lost it, I would have had to do a spa treatment where they stick a wax Q-tip up my nose and pulled out every single one of my nose hair at Uh, the same time. Um, And I was willing to do it. Um, And then if she lost, I I got to change her team name. So she lost and she changed her team name. And we, if you, you know, if you were listening last year, that was a pretty funny story. Fun stuff like that. I'm totally down for, uh, and I, I'm, I know that she'll be down to, uh, well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if she's, you down know, to she, <laughs> she could, she could come up with anything she wants. Cause the I'm Miami pretty good Dolphins about next colors. week. Yeah. I don't know. She loves to color her hair, but she also has an appearance to keep up. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'll make her, uh, uh, paint, uh, buttons hair. <laughs> Or a um, paw or something. Buy some doggy apparel for buttons. There you go. Some, some you Miami go. Dolphin apparel. There you go. She can't take it off for a week or something. Yeah. Same. All right. Well, you know what? Nothing's written in stone. I'm pretty sure you'll come up with a nice one. Um, the last matchup. And I promise I don't do these on purpose. That is exactly how they appear on my screen. But it's the Rebel Alliance. AF versus the Glizzy Gladiators. Um, I was inspired earlier by one of, like, someone was singing a song or something. I thought, you know what? That would be a good challenge. But I think the loser of this match has to make at least a one minute music video of. God, what was the song, dude? Do you remember? I don't know, but it was a good one. Yeah, I remember. Oh, God. It just slips my mind now. Now that I'm on the spot, now that I have to remember it. Was it Scotty Doesn't Know? Yeah, Scotty Doesn't Know. Exactly. Yeah, we were talking about Euro Trip being an underrated movie. It is. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Love that movie. That was peak Michelle Trachtenberg. Under sex. (laughs) Oh, man. That was a great movie. I don't know why, but. That movie needs more airtime. <laughs> and then that's also when you learned that uh, Mika was a girl's name in Germany. <laughs> Not Mike. Miscuzzi. <laughs> Miscuzzi. <laughs> uh, so that is next week. Dude, honestly, from the sounds of all these wagers, it does sound like it's going to be a lot of fun. Remember that one of these weeks, every loser is going to have to drink during the podcast. And you know what? If we do one of those weeks, per tradition, we have to meet in person to record that podcast live. God damn it. Because it, it just no, it just it it makes a lot more sense True. to do it that way, you know? Uh because it's it it kind of blows having to do all of this via Discord and then kind of be like, oh yeah, hey, I'm drunk. And I don't know. <laughs> uh obviously social distancing rules apply. We'll see who wants to host because I mean, I'm willing well, we to host. To think. You guys we'll, got to drive up here. Okay. Okay. Well, we might have to like carve out a weekend to do a show, not necessarily a weekday. So who yes. knows? Maybe one week there's going to be two episodes that air on the same Thursday. Okay. Uh, it's a possibility. 
let's move on. All right. So uh, we do have a few players that sent in some audio. I do believe I have a recording from Andy. And that's it. So we'll hear from Andy right now. Hello, you must see boys here. I know it's been a while, but I just got a new job and I am transitioning into getting accustomed to it. So sorry for not being there. But again, I am the worst team in the whole league. So all my players have been affected by COVID. So that was a bummer. So hopefully week six is my week and I just hope to be getting better. Go you must see boys and I'll see you guys later. All right. Thank you, Andy. Plus anybody else who sent in audio between now and tomorrow night. Thank you for your input. Uh, And guys, as you know, this is not a league that celebrates its winners. It's actually a league that humiliates its losers. That's what we're about. And this week, we had a couple of losers in the NFL, in our league. (laughs) In our league, this is the biggest bust. And bust number one, or I should say bust number four, since I always number these down. Amari Cooper, wide receiver for the Quan Way or another, scored him only 4.1 points out of 15 plus that he was projected. After that, there was Joshua Kelly for the Gotham Knights. What's up? Lil D. He got you 4.8 points. He was projecting. Yeah. I threw the dice on the wrong Charger player. Oh, I really shit. thought Kelly was going to be the main one, but it ended up being Justin Jackson, who I think was still available when I picked up Kelly. But uh, somebody, No, somebody has him. I think it was either Tiger Eggplants or Super Cami. Somebody has him. It's probably they pick him up before the game, or did they already have him? Because I thought I they were know, both available. Let's take a look, because I think, yeah, I looked up Justin Jackson. I looked him up the day of, and... Looks like he's mine. Well, Tiger. I know he's yours now, but how long ago did you have him? I think I he's one of the guys I got last minute. <laughs> See, there you go. I picked the wrong one, he picked the right one. How many points yep. did Justin Jackson end up with? Just out uh, of curious. 14.4 in this matchup. I mean, not bad. I mean, it beat McKinnon, who only got two. He did better than one of mine. That, yeah. that being said, Jarek McKinnon, two point five points for the Phantom player, uh, was projected at twelve point three points. Is our third uh, biggest bust of the week. You know what sucks? But I'm sorry, number number two. He's our number two. What's up? What sucks? This is a good problem to have, but like I have Goff as my uh, other quarterback, and he's been consistently <laughs> getting just as many points as Kyler Murray. Sometimes just a little bit more, and I'm like, man, it's always a toss-up between who to choose on here because they're both so good. I wish I could play them at the same time. Yeah, yeah, maybe next season we'll, well, you know, with enough players, we'll talk about having a a two quarterback league, but. Yeah, absolutely right. It sucks to have the the quarterback problem pop up, but it's always good if both those quarterbacks have different bye weeks. So at least you know you can stick with one horse and then trade them out during their bye week. And then, of course, if one gets hot and the other one kind of dies off a little bit, there you go. You have your points still. You got to take one behind the shed. <laughs> exactly. Take them out to pasture, if you will. Our biggest bust of the week, however, actually goes to two players on the same team, and that will be Devontae Adams and Brandon McManus for the Super Commie team. What's up there, Tempe? What's up? Uh, What do you have to say for yourself? A lot. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. Uh, you you just didn't know how to trade them or not trade them, but bench them. Right. <laughs> it kicked my ass in the end. It really did. It did. It really did. I just like, man, I feel bad, but I don't feel bad. Like there were a couple of couple of people with innards on the line who were like, I really hope Cammy loses this week. <laughs> and at last, 
Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, like, if I lost that game, I don't know if I would pass a punishment like that down to Lil D. (laughs) I would probably save another punishment uh, down and keep him in my debts. Like, I would have done the chip challenge for him if I lost. But I didn't. So it's not even my problem anymore. How convenient. Yes. Very convenient. So there will be more recklessness on my behalf. Um, Because honestly, I don't feel like recording a music video to whatever song uh, Carlos picks for me to do. So I think I'll pass that one down. And we do have a couple of dishonorable mentions. And this goes out to whoever in our league started the 49ers, Bills, and the Chiefs defense, all three players lost points because of those defenses. And there were, like, the 49ers was my defense. They cost me four points. I could have had a higher score if not for the stupid 49ers. And it's actually not their fault. It's actually the stupid, stupid Fitzmagic who put up, like, almost 40 points on him. <laughs> I would have yeah. thought that. Who would have thunk it? I certainly didn't. But that is your biggest bust, Devontae Adams. And your dishonorable mentions. We have a butt of the week, however. We don't have Candace this week to pick our butt. But Lil D did a good job, I think. Lil D, who did you pick? Well, the only butt that I saw flying through the air due to a Derrick Henry stiff arm, and that would be Josh Norman, who could be a dishonorable mention because, man, how you get stiff armed <laughs> into tomorrow like that. Uh, Absolutely. Embarrassing. I mean, he, he, he pushed him into the next pylon. Like, <laughs> that, was, that was a great stiff arm. I, I think even, even your description of it, like pushing him into the next week was like, didn't really do that video justice. As soon as I saw that video, I was just laughing my ass off. I oh, and you thought, can you can guarantee that somebody has already memed that a couple oh, of for different sure. ways. For yeah, sure. So if you look and up, you know, like Derrick a- Henry stiff arm. <laughs> It'll be interesting. <laughs> and you know what? Josh Norman is not the first Pro Bowl uh, victim of a Derrick Henry stiff arm. Uh, he's done it several times to several players, especially last year. What was the what was the notable name I mentioned earlier? The safety. Uh, oh, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Yeah. Th- shamed him. And I believe that was during a playoff match, even just absolutely shamed him. Um, but Derek Henry, mastermind of the stiff arm. I think there should just be a segment just for that like NFL films or something, do your homework. If anybody ever wondered what it would look like if Superman actually played football, that Derrick Henry <laughs> stiff arm on Josh Norman is kind of like an indicator of, yeah, this is why Superman doesn't play. Because it looks exactly <laughs> like that. Right, because he would make people fly across the field uh, just by pushing him. Yeah. But that was, that was a great video. Um, it's definitely all around social media we'll have to post it up on twitter uh with our hashtag uh just in case you listeners are curious but it was it was epic all right guys that was our episode this week and listeners if you guys want to share some funny videos uh regarding a derrick henry stiff arm reach out to me you could reach me at on twitter at mike check underscore 917 and that's m-i-c-c-z-e-c-h 917 because i want to be difficult uh daniel big d and the kids table where can people reach you at uh you can find me on twitter at super daniel and then uh daniel the destroyer on instagram thank you big d and lil d where can people reach you at uh, well, you can't reach me, reach me since I'm so little, but you can find me on uh, Twitter at dhuarez03. All right. And finally, John, where can people tweet at you at? 
I am on the Twitters at Magic Bollocks. I'm not doing any of that zombie name changing crap. It's too complicated. Whatever. <laughs> right on. And the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Find archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts from our network on our website, geekelitemedia.com. Also, check out our Patreon page for more exclusive material you can only get on Patreon. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us to help spread the awareness of our network. But until next week, this is the Fantastical Football Podcast saying always remember to geek out. out. <laughs> this concludes our broadcast. Peace.